poppin' everybody. Welcome back to a girl and her mother-in-law. Happy fucking Thursday, everybody. What are you guys doing? Are you in the car? Masturbating? Oh, Alyssa. Do you think in the car masturbating? Or like in the car, <laughs> comma, masturbating? <laughs> we ate grandpa or we ate grandpa. <laughs> Punctuation is everything. No, do you think people have masturbated to us? <laughs> While they're listening to the sex episode. Like, <laughs> we're never going to talk about this again, but we're gonna, the girl that had a, a threesome dream definitely has. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> the episode with ever in it, specifically. <laughs> Anyways, happy Thursday, everybody. Hope you're doing well. What's poppin', Jerry? Same, same shit. Different day. Same shit, different day. Um, no, I got my 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 Halloween season feeling on. She's and, starting to paint, you know, we're, everybody. We're, we're decorating, we're creating. If you guys and missed I that, it's in the Facebook it. group. Love it. <laughs> Anne-Marie won't come to my Halloween party, though. <laughs> she came in here yesterday. She's like, I want to show you something. She walks in with these baby dolls that she got from the thrift store. For 50 cents. For 50 cents, which, mind you, if you go to, like, Spirit Halloween, they're, like, $50. So just a thrifting exactly queen. That's why, though. What a thrift queen. Because I'm fucking a cheap-ass bitch. <laughs> You're smart. Cheap. No. <laughs> if you can get the same thing for 50 cents... Yeah, I mean, and, like, let's add fifty cents for like the paint and shit, and right. You know what it is? Is I love creating. Yeah, it's something funny? for you yeah, to do. It's something for me to do, and I enjoy it. And Aaliyah is right along with me, so she loves doing it too. So yeah. we um, thoroughly enjoyed it. I bought like a candlestick that we just like painted to make it look like older, and then you should put gonna, like blood dripping down. We it. are. I have to get um, like the tapered. We got like for the long skinny tapered candles. Uh-huh. We're gonna do that with uh, the blood dripping down. There. I have corn syrup if you need. That's how I did my my period prank on Zane. Your period prank yeah. on Zane. That is fucking hysterical. Yo, you know that blew up. Really? Yeah, it has like over a million views. Shut up. Yeah, that's my biggest video. Wow. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That I'm like, crazy. I wish I did my makeup a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> that's why now I'm like, I should always look good because you never know. Like, even yeah. when I'm filming like brand deals for companies, I'm like, I don't know if they're going to use it on a commercial or something. That's- I might as well look good, right? Just do it up. You always look good, though. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um,. But yeah, so that's it. I'm excited. Excited. I, I know. I'm like, when can I decorate for fall? <laughs> um, straight to Halloween. Oh, Aaliyah made also. We got from the Dallas store like little flowers. I know. She tried to put trick them me. In, like mason jar type of little like DIY cutesy little thing. She was excited. She walks in with that in front of her. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck is behind your back though? <laughs> I see you holding something behind your back. She's trying to bring me cutesy fall leaves. I'm like, yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Well, I figured I would give you like before you just open Facebook and bam. There it is. Yeah, you know, no, I I give you a little that. preview. You yeah. know, um, I'm sure you gave people nightmares because you posted it late at night. I, I'm sorry, guys. I didn't mean to. <laughs> sorry, not sorry though. Like, I mean, it's supposed to be creepy, but right. I, yeah, I love it. I'm so excited. Somebody told me about their dad who does like shit like this, and I was creeping Ooh, on his page. Uh-huh. And, oh my god! Wait, do you think they're gonna do like haunted houses this year? Uh, probably, probably not. not. Mm, that's sucky. Probably not. Not that we I'll went have to one any up last in year. My house though. I know, not that we went to any last yeah. year, but I I guess we can talk about this on the Halloween episodes, though. Yeah, let's. Okay, I'll save it. Okay. I've had bad experiences at, ha- at um, haunted houses. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, let's save it. Although okay. I would love to hear, but let's save it. It's okay. only a couple episodes away. We'll do That's the whole, so true. Right? 
I mean, yeah, we have September, but <clears throat> it'll fly by, girlfriend. We should dedicate October to it. Since it's at the end, we'll do all of October about Halloween. Yes, okay. exactly. What can we call it? Halloween. <laughs> Halloweeny month. It's a Halloween. Remember last year month. we called it Halloweeny. Halloweeny. It's fitting because we talk about weenies. Yeah. Halloweeny pinky weenies. <laughs> Yesterday we were at the Dallas store. Ever was with us, and uh-huh. we were in like where the pencils and pens are and stuff like that, and they had like the finger things. I'm like, ever, you know, on our episode, we always get people who have, you know, run ins with boys with like little pick- pickles. And mm-hmm. I said, and I always joke around, they should get like little fin- finger condom kind of things. But- Wait, they had them? Yeah, not the same, but they the had thimbles? the yeah. thimbles. What are they called? Yeah, but like the rubber plastic ones for like um, the paper and stuff that uh-huh, I was telling uh-huh. you. Um, but he just started laughing. I'm like, I'm sure they're not really this big ever, but <laughs> you know, we support pinky weenies. We do. <laughs> okay, yeah, so that'll be exciting. Hopefully, the people with the pinky weenies at least have good fingers. Right. You know, did you see? It's not about the size, about the motion of the did, ocean. Did you know, somebody posted. I really listen. I was. So little on 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 social media yesterday. Like I, we were just busy doing shit and wanted to stay off it a little. But I did go on and I saw somebody post something like they don't like foreplay. Like, oh. yeah, I don't know if it was a poll she put up in the group or. But Miley I, Cyrus said that on Call Her Daddy. She's like, I don't fuck with the foreplay. She's like, I got shit to do. Let's get it done. Okay. Yes. There's always room for quickies. But yeah. But, like, foreplay is definitely needed sometimes. Oh, yeah. Like, I... De- Listen, I'm definitely for just a bend me over and let's get a <laughs> quick thing. But there, yeah. I want that. Yeah. You know? like Some people are just, like, not into it. Yeah, I guess. Maybe it's too, it's just, like, romantic for them. Maybe they're like, let's just get the fucking... Let's just fuck. Yeah, maybe they're like, I don't want the slow shit. Yeah, I mean, because, they, like, yeah... I I want to get like warmed up sometimes, but there are definitely more times than not that I want to have that intimacy. Mm -hmm. Like that's intimacy for me, rather than just a quick. I didn't see that, but that's interesting. Mm -hmm. But Miley Cyrus did say that she's like, I'm busy. She's like, I'm busy, bitch. She's like, I gotta get get shit done. Got time for all that? (laughs) Okay, Um, let's listen to this email that we got. So if you, what'd you say? Fresh. It's fresh and new. Oh, oh. Yes. So if you guys listen to Saturday Shenanigans, then you heard the Hidden Talent episode. And this girl sent in a voice memo. It's just funny. Go. What's poppin' Alyssa and Jerry? My name is Sophie from Houston, Texas. I just listened to the Saturday Shenanigans episode about Hidden Talents. And Alyssa, when you said you can cry like a baby, I think I might have the same Hidden Talent. Otherwise, I'll look like an idiot, but I just had to send this in. Hopefully, you listen. Hopefully, you all hear this, but here goes nothing. (laughs) 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 Um, Hopefully, I didn't hurt your ears. Hopefully, you listen to this. I'm sorry. Um... Thank you very much. Love you, bitches. Oh, we I love heard you that part. Too. I love you. Best. I saw. Wait, really quick before I forget. I saw a van today that the sticker on the back said, "Cars up in this bitch." I'm sorry, not cars. Kids up in this bitch. <laughs> Was um, it a white like? <laughs> what do you mean, like a white van? Geraldine. Oh, <laughs> wait, did you not even mean that? No, it was blue. It was a caravan. Jerry. <laughs> oh my God. She's crying. That was a bad fuck up. 
<laughs> what did you mean? That's exactly what happened. Oh. <laughs> Why did you act surprised? <laughs> Stupid. Because I just realized that I'm on the podcast. <laughs> Because it's something that shouldn't be joked about, but I was trying to crack a joke, but then I realized I'm on the po- podcast and I don't want people to hate me. Don't hate me, everybody. No, no, I, I always, I'll always, like, if Aaliyah's at the bus stop and, I'm like... I'm scared of white vans. No, but listen, if Aaliyah's at a bus stop, like, I've, like, say I'm coming home from work and she's at yeah. the bus stop while she's walking home, I'll pull up alongside of her and, like, hey, little girl, want some candy? <laughs> or I lost my puppy. Like, yeah. I, but I realize that it's probably, especially now in today's world, it's probably not impro- appropriate that I joked about that way. So, so no, it was sorry. a blue, it was a blue caravan, and it said kids so up in this of, bitch. Like a baby on board. It said it was, okay. kids up in this bitch, but bitch was in like big bold letters. Uh, I just thought it was hysterical. That's fucking hysterical. Anyways, yeah, your baby cry is great. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I didn't listen to the full version. Did you edit it all out? Do you know what? I don't remember because I know you asked me to edit it all out. Yes, but it was why was so would I... uncomfortable? <laughs> Shit. I used to be able to do it really well. I can't do it anymore. I figured that it. out. Right. I can't, though. Okay. It doesn't come out anymore. I have went through puberty. <laughs> um. Yeah, mine was a little bit more high-pitched than that. I felt like hers kind of sounded like an adult baby. <laughs> An adult baby. Yeah, like a deeper voice, like child. <laughs> she no, hers sounded like um like a toddler, where yes. yours sounded like an infant. Oh, you like think that, mine that, sounded good? I think you're like a higher pitch, like right out of the womb, like <laughs> like a eh. And this one is more like a eh. Wait, what? so you can record me doing it and put it. Oh, sound box in, in your doll. In the doll. There you go. I wanted to sound like my other one that my <clears throat> jerk ass kids ruined. Yeah, assholes. She had a scary baby doll. Baby doll that talked and said, "You wanna play with me? Come inside. Yeah. Let's play." And they, it. And they, they fucking that cut the wires. Box. <laughs> they like, yeah. It wasn't even just cut the wires, take out the batteries. It was like smash that shit, take it apart. Really. Oh, why do I remember this? I remember them not liking it. I don't remember them smashing it. They must have done it without telling me. No, they really didn't smash it, but they really did take it off, cut the wires, take the batteries out. Oh, oh, oh. Jerks. Well, if... (laughs) I mean, I love my kids. (laughs) I was going to say, in their defense, if you see what Jerry turns her house into, (laughs) you walk out and it's black tablecloths all over the wall and scary shit everywhere. And then, oh, and by the way, the doll was motion censored. So every time you walked (laughs) past it... (laughs) She's giggling. She thinks it's hysterical. I do. So every time you walk past it, it's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. You're like, what the fuck is that shit? Fucking punch that bitch on the wall. <laughs> so yeah. And it was right in the hallway that they had to pass to go use the bathroom. So every time they came out of their rooms to go use the bathroom, they'd be terrified. Yeah. Is that the word you're looking yeah, for? Yeah. Take it and put it in their bed at night. So You did used to do shit like, like that. Shit like That's that. why I they cut evil. the wires out. <laughs> I'm not evil. It's fun. You called yourself evil. I didn't call you evil. I know. <laughs> Just listen. I'm contradicting my damn self. I am not evil. It's all about fun. Yeah. Today we're going to do <clears throat> some friendship advice. Woohoo! It's been a while. Although we just did that whole theme episode, but like, you know what I'm fucking saying. Yeah. Do you know? Let's go, Jerry. You're first. 
Hello, lovely ladies. I'm 22 years old and I live in Minnesota. I am looking for a little bit of friendship advice. I've had the same best friend my entire life and I'm truly blessed with those in my life. However, I find that my friends and I do not share a lot of the same interests anymore since we are grown. I'm very interested. I'm very invested. Sorry. I'm very invested in fitness, being productive and doing things to to so-called better myself and the future. I have just found out that is what makes me the happiest and I feel best mentally. On the other hand, the only thing my friends ever want to do is drink, go to parties, sleep with random guys, and quite honestly, it's not a lifestyle I enjoy. They like call me out and say I'm lame or a grandma for not wanting to drink every night or every weekend, and sometimes it gets to me. I do go out with them quite a bit. It just seems like it's never enough. Any advice on what to do about the situation? Sorry if it was a bit all over the place. I've attached a picture. For, I'm the blonde. Thanks, ladies, for all you do. You brighten my Mondays, Thursdays, every week. I look up to you both so much. Wait, she's the blonde and there's... There's three blondes. Oh, oh, on the way right, it says. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, they're all blondes. They're all blondes. Okay. Um, there's not really much you can do here. You don't want to do what they do, so... I think you should continue doing the things that you yeah. enjoy doing. You could still go out with them. Yeah, if you want to have a balance. Want, you know, go out. Um, you're not going to change their ways. I will say that at 22 years old, I assume your gr- friend group, since you've been friends all your life, are all about the same age. I'm sure they'll get grow out of that. You probably just matured a little earlier than they did. I mean, so, I feel you too. Yeah, so just like go along with what you're doing. Still hang out with them once in a bit, once in a blue moon, but I'm sure they'll come around. Yeah, you I know? wouldn't like, cut them off. It's Yeah, I wouldn't cut them off either, you know, and who... Listen, if they call you lame, if they call you grandma, listen, I had a discussion before we started this today about it's how people want to perceive things, right? You're not lame and you're not a grandma. You're just not doing what they want. Doesn't mean you're wrong. You mm-hmm. have to stick to what it is that you like. If you're mentally healthiest and happiest when you're doing the things that you're doing, mm-hmm. continue doing them. Mm-hmm. And if you want to have balance and go with that out with them every now and then, I said do it. Yeah. Still enjoy your young life because I feel the same. Like I generally more often prefer to be productive and working and doing something that I feel like I'm bettering myself. And it's like, they call it like a moral hangover. It's like the day after you drink, you're like, oh, the fuck am I doing with myself? Right. Like, you're like, ugh, that was so gross. I feel but disgusting. But while you're doing it, you're enjoying it, then, you right. know, then it's a balance. Yeah, it's so balance. I totally feel you on, like, just wanting to be productive and, like, be more mature as a 22-year-old, because as am I. But I do also think that you should enjoy your young life if you want to and not feel like you have to, like, put so much pressure on yourself to have to be productive and be doing, like, adult things every single day, because I still have my fun and I enjoy it so mm-hmm. try to find that balance and maybe maybe you'll have fun going out There's with your friends also, once in a I while mean, we I don't want to I that was rude of me to talk right over you I That's apologize fine. It's fine. she's like I'm but like to just maybe bitch. go like once a month and have enjoy yourself yeah might be good for you um not that we're gonna go deeper into this but there who knows what the other side is if those if those friends of yours are still living home and have less responsibilities you might be right. forced to do other things because you have more responsibilities so it could be so many other things that are leading you to where you are. I think you just matured and hit that next level before they did. That's it. I think just give them a little time. Like Alyssa said, yeah. do you? Yeah. Go enjoy your time with them once in a while. You don't have to go out drinking, like you said, every night of every weekend. It's a little excessive. I wouldn't do that either, but I'd go out once in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
enjoy. Yeah. Have fun. Enjoy it. Okay. Okay. What's poppin'? Listen, Jerry, my name is Sarah. Before I get into my situation, I want to say thank you for using your platform to speak out about such important topics and spread awareness about what's going on in the world. You're both such amazing role models and two people of all ages. Your hard work and dedication doesn't go unnoticed. Jerry, you seem like the type of person that everyone wants to be around. Your personality is so lovable and I can't get enough of your advice. Alyssa, you seem like someone I would be best friends with if I knew you in person. You're a boss-ass woman who radiates confidence and your work ethic is so inspirational. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Big words. Thank you. Thank you so much. I might have to read that again and process it. <laughs> now to my situation. I need friendship advice. This fall, I'm going to be a senior in college rewind to three years ago i moved in with a girl hannah and we became best friends we moved to different apartments together went out together navigated classes together and we were inseparable of course she got a boyfriend a little over a year ago and everything changed he is extremely controlling manipulative and emotionally abusive they've broken up a bunch of times but she always goes back to him she had She was never home anymore. I wouldn't see her for days or weeks. And when she was home, she would be in her room with her door closed while smoking weed or jeweling. When they would break up, she would be home and act like we were best friends again. And the second they got back together, I wouldn't see her anymore. Long story short, after many arguments, lies, and that I had found out and failed conversations of me trying to talk to her, we drifted apart. Finally, this past April, we moved out of our apartment and I got my own apartment without her. The day she moved out, I was in my apartment, but she didn't speak one word to me. I hadn't heard from her about for about two months, and now she has been texting me recently. She has been saying that she misses me and that she feels bad about how she handles everything and a bunch of things along those lines. She also said that she quit smoking and drooling and claimed that those were things that her crazy, even though that made her crazy, even though it is actually her boyfriend. Basically, I need advice on wherever I should let her back in my life. She has really hurt me in the past and I don't want to be hurt again, but I don't know if I should give her yet another shot. She asks if I would want to see her after it is safe to do so and I don't know how I feel about it. Should I let her back into my life with the risk of being hurt, especially because she is still with her boyfriend or do I just move on? It's hard to move on from such a close-knit friendship, but since we don't live within one another anymore, I was thinking maybe things could be different. Okay, I'm done blabbing. Sorry for the long email, but thank you in advance. I've attached some pictures here as well okay love you bye that's sad that's sad i know it's sad because it's literally like blind in love Mm -hmm. like love is blind Mm -hmm. like you don't realize certain manipulative or toxic traits in somebody when you're like head over heels yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. and it's hard to listen to somebody from the outside because you're like you don't know what the fuck you're talking about of course and that's the situation that her friend Niels needs to deal with and um maybe by them not being together has made her friend realize oh shit like i miss her and i want her back kind of things i don't know if i would take her back in um she's still dating the guy right if she wasn't dating the guy that would be like a Okay, maybe, but then but is also, it a like, trait she's that back? she's just going to, every time she gets a new boyfriend, go through the same situation with you? Like, yeah. I don't know if it's worth that. Because if you've had conversations, if you've tried and everything else, arguments, and it always goes back to the same thing, you seem to be her fallback friend when she doesn't have somebody in her life. She comes, you, you, I, I think you deserve better, mm-hmm. like a friend who's there. <clears throat> No matter what. You're also saying, let's play devil's advocate. Of course. <laughs> You're also saying at the end, like, um, you know, I was thinking maybe things could be different since we don't live together. She's apologizing for the way she acted. Maybe just give her a chance and go out to lunch. Mm-hmm. You'll know. 
after a conversation at lunch if you want her in your life and see if she's changed. You know, like make her buy you your lunch though. <laughs> make her fucking <laughs> make kidding. her pockets hurt. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, so you could. If you're feeling like, you know what, I'm going to regret it the rest of my life that I never gave her another chance and I wonder if we would be best friends today, then maybe just give her a chance. Yeah, If she's apologetic, you know. I agree. Maybe she realized, like, holy shit. Like, maybe she told her boyfriend, listen, you're toxic as fuck and maybe he changed and maybe they have a great relationship now. Who knows? Okay. She's like, I don't know about that one. That's a reach. Yeah, that's a reach. But um, I agree because you do, you don't want to live life with regret and wonder, hey, could we have still been best friends until you're old and gray kind of thing? Yeah. Um, What if I Maybe just be a little more cautious. Don't allow yourself to fall. Definitely put your guard up. Yeah. Like really into that relationship again and that. To get hurt. Don't allow yourself to get hurt. If you see things are still toxic, if you, if you see that she's, you know. Just slowly step away. Yeah. Just stop responding so much to the email. Yeah. But definitely I would say, yeah, you're right, Alyssa. Girl, you're right. I would give her a little chance. All right. If you're like, oh, I maybe like, wonder if it's different. We don't live together now. Like, it could be. You might be right. You know what? But don't have high expectations. Yes. Because it might be the same. Yeah. But like, I would say maybe, what give, Alyssa her, said. maybe give her a shot. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Hi, ladies. My name is Jessica. I'm from Massachusetts, and I love your podcast so much. Alyssa, I've been watching you since the renovations, and you and Zane's relationship inspires me to to be the best to my boyfriend. (laughs) Jerry, you're so beautiful, and you're so strong. Every time you tell a story and get emotional, I do too, because I can relate so much, and you inspire me every day. Thank you. Okay, on to the story. So Morgan has been dating this boy for probably six or seven months now, and he lives in a different state, uh, but about an hour away. Morgan goes there every weekend, Friday through Sunday, no exceptions. If all the girls are hanging out one weekend, she will refuse and go see him. She allows, uses the excuse, I'll never see my boyfriend like you guys do. Yet my boyfriend is four hours away at school and hers is one hour away. So she shouldn't be saying that to me. Every week she gets upset when some of us can't hang out because we have plans or work or school. She expects us to drop everything during the week to see her when she will never see us on the weekend when we're available because of her boyfriend. He calls 24-7 even if she's with us. He makes her... Stay on her phone so he can listen. If they aren't on the phone, she's typing and never looks up. My question to you guys is, what do we do? Do we sit her down and tell her this is bad, even though she's going to get upset? Or do we leave it be and let her figure it out herself? Thank you for reading this. Love you. She's okay. Ready, everybody? Say it with me. Leave Leave it be and let her figure it out herself. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone's saying that while they're listening right now. Yeah. She'll figure it out. She'll realize or she'll just drift away and you guys will have to accept that. And she's going to, everybody's got to make mistakes and learn from their mistakes and she'll learn. So for the first two emails are basically the same thing. It's like right. once somebody gets a man, you know, and I did it. I'm sure you did it. You know, you spend more time with the boyfriend. Yep. But if she's not making any kind of effort to hang out with you guys when it's all the girls going out, but yet she wants all you guys, then girl, she needs to wake the fuck up. 
But I would just continue with you. You guys all keep hanging out yourself. If she she wants to distance herself, then. and if she does, if one day she's like, you know what, I will come along with you guys, and that's great. Fine. But I would not even don't just, stress about it. Yeah, don't stress. Don't, it. Yeah, don't like consume your mind with it. Just let her do whatever she wants to do. If she wants to distance herself, then that's on her. She'll realize, shit, I miss my friends. Yeah, eventually. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hello, ladies. I've been following Alyssa since before her and Zane moved in together, and I'm so grateful that you started this podcast. Your advice has helped me through so much. Wow, you've been watching for a while. (laughs) Thank you so much. I will get straight into the question. I've had my best friend since we were six. We are now 24. Wow. That's nice. Mm. And the last couple of months, she has gotten out of a domestic violence relationship. Wow, good for her. I have stood by her and been through all of the bullshit that has come from her getting past all of the trauma that has come from the relationship. Mm. We had a massive fight yesterday because I hadn't gone over her house for a very long time. She doesn't come over to mine. I call and text her almost every day, checking on her and making sure that she is okay. I was meant to be going to her house yesterday, but she started this fight before I could even go over there. She brought up in the fight that she understands why my sisters and I don't talk to each other and why my sister does not let me see my nieces. She told me that she's not, she's going to follow them, probably unfollow, and not let me see her kids anymore because I'm a C word. (gasps) Oh. She has gotten angry at her other friends for not coming over, and I believe she may be lonely. I've told her that I can't always be coming over because of work and study. For her to bring up my issues with my sisters and call me that has really mm-hmm. hurt me. In the whole friendship, I'm the one that has always had to fix the issues and always the one that has to put in the effort, and I don't know if I want to keep putting myself through all of the drama. I feel too old for that. I don't know how to react or what to do. I need. I know I need to cut her off, but she's been my best friend for so long, and I don't know how to pretend that I don't care anymore. I also feel like I'm going to become lonely because I haven't put any effort with my other friends because she's my number one priority while she's been getting over this relationship. Hope this makes sense. Any advice would be amazing. I love you both so much and I hope you never stop being you. Kind regards. I'm going to keep you anonymous just in case. Wow. Go ahead. Okay, so... You know, like, that pisses me off. You're having a fight with me. Why do you got to bring in, like, situate other relationships that I have with other people? Like, you don't know all of what happened, but now you're going to be like, oh, I'm going to follow them and be just like them, and now you can't see my kids either? Uh, she definitely needs to be cut off. You know that. You said it. I understand um, that she's been your only that you've been focusing on. I think you should just start focusing on you and your other friends and just let it die out. You know, I don't think you need to say, hey, bitch, I'm done with you sort of thing. No. Um, but I think you should stop catering to her and just let her drift and focus, like, truly, like, let your mind be free of her and focus on you and your other relationships and friendships. And I can guarantee she's going to come back around and be like, hey, I miss you. Mm. You know, like, mm-hmm. let her. And if not, then if not, at least you weren't, you didn't like just cut her off cold and dry. I think you should just let her drift away. And I think you, by refocusing on you and your friends, I think, I think it'll do a, a world of good for you. It's hard because what of what she went through. But like, if somebody called me a C word, <laughs> I don't know, I'd kind of cut you off. You know, like, that's nasty. Yeah. And, and now I'm not going to so let rude. you see my kids either. Yeah, I would, I would just stop. <clears throat> and also, 
don't ever feel obligated to keep somebody in your life just because of how long Long you've known them. Yeah, that don't mean shit. Like, you want to suffer through another fucking how many years? Right. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter how long you've known each other. That's literally, what, 18, 20 years that they're friends. You know, don't, I wouldn't do that People fucking change. People change. Yeah, for sure. You know, Every day, Alyssa and I always say that I'm not the same person I was yesterday and I'm not, I won't be the same tomorrow as I am today. Everybody changes. Every day you grow, things change you. It's okay. I still, I mean, because of the situation, because you've been her number one fan and support and everything for all these years, I don't think going, hey, fuck you, get out of my life is going to do you or her any good. So I think just letting it fizzle out naturally naturally is the best way in my opinion that's yeah. what i think i would do just let it just die out naturally mm-hmm. you know yeah she doesn't deserve any more yeah. of your breath and literally just focus on you and your new friend and your uh, friendships that now make new again you know mm-hmm. start you know reaching out to your yeah. other friends a little bit more now and, and then please yeah. don't feel guilty for not talking to her anymore because you did so much you tried your best mm-hmm. you gave it your all so that's all it's you can do. Up. People are fucked up. I know, right? What the fuck? What? Papa and listen, Jerry. Jerry and Lissa. <laughs> oh, shit. Sounds weird when they it say yours first. Ooh, mess me listen, up. Listen, Jerry, I'm used to. Okay, so I've written it before, but my life is such a mess now that I need a lot of advice. Let's get into it. Same. Can I write in? <laughs> you sure can. <laughs> my life's a mess, too. Okay, we'll be able to give you our, you know, our, like, Could honest you imagine advice. if I did that? I would love it. We should. But I never tell you. You never know. Right. Well, no, you'd have to tell me like, after we're done. <laughs> Did I give myself my own advice? <laughs> yes. Because you know writing it down makes you like, oh my God, hearing you say it out, out loud. I'm going to stick to my journal. Uh, <laughs> Aaliyah wanted to put that thing on the phone that like screen time. Mm-hmm. Like... You know, that shows you how long you're on your phone. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, oh, no, don't. She's like, why? I said, because that's like owning it. I'd have to own it. Yeah. So if you read your own email, it would be the same that's thing. I'd be like, fuck. Yeah. Yes. Just move on from that shit. Or, you know, I would be advice. too scared that people would figure out that it's me. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Unless I, I don't know. I'm so, never, I'm not going to do it. So don't fucking try to find an email that sounds like that. me. <laughs> That was definitely Alyssa, and she's talking about her nail tech. I'd be way too scared that somebody would find it. (laughs) That's so funny. Okay. All right, let's get back to this girl, because her life is a mess right now. Okay. All right, so I have this friend, uh, and I'm starting to realize how toxic she is. I've been friends with her for a few years, and the longer our friendship goes on, the more I want out. She doesn't let me hang out with anyone if she's involved. Oof. My boyfriend's friends will have some people over and they will tell him to bring um they will tell him to bring me with him to go. So I will go with him. Sorry. The minute I get there, I get an angry text from his friend or I get ignored. Oh, from this friend, sorry. Or I get ignored the whole next day because she's mad I didn't invite her. Here's the thing. I wasn't directly invited to go there. My boyfriend was, and his friends told me He could bring me with him. So it really isn't my place to invite her. And I feel like I should be able to do stuff with my boyfriend without worrying every time that she'll be pissed at me. Next, everything has to be her way. If it isn't her way, she'll get pissy. You can never say no to her. If if she asks you to do something with her and you say no, she makes you feel terrible about not wanting to do something. Sometimes I just want to have a day to myself, but I never can. If anybody wants to do something she doesn't want to, all hell breaks loose. Finally, 
which to me is the one that really sets us off. In November, I'm going to Mexico with my family and my boyfriend. My mom wants to bring my boyfriend with me as a graduation gift and as a special trip for us since we've been together for four years. My friend got mad at me because she thought that I should have been bringing her and not me. We don't even need uh, to read the rest of it. Fucking run so far. Run, <laughs> forest, run. Wait, wait. No, we have to. I know. I'm just messing, but also run, <laughs> forest, run. Uh, I think she meant. All right. So she, she should have been bringing her, not the boyfriend, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. She didn't talk to me for a few days, and now me and my boyfriend can't t- talk about the trip at all around her. Otherwise, she goes quiet. I know you guys are probably just thinking... Just leave if you're unhappy. (laughs) (laughs) Quotes. She put in quotes, too. And that is what I want to do, but there's a small catch. I am in a friend group, which consists of me, my boyfriend, my toxic friend, her boyfriend, and another friend and her boyfriend, and one other person. If I stop being friends with her, with the one toxic friend, I'm afraid I will lose all of them. Besides, my boyfriend, he is on the same page as me and feels the same way. Okay. Everyone else admitted that the scared to... to say no to her or stick up for themselves Ugh. against her. So I have a feeling if I do, then nobody else will. So sorry this is long. It may not have made complete sense. But do you guys have any advice? I feel so stuck. I've attached pictures. Okay. First, wait, let me look at the pictures because I, I love pictures. I get that feeling that like you're like, wait, but we're all in a group. And what if this and that? Then here's what I would do. I wouldn't text her and say, you know, I don't want to speak anymore, but you need to live your life and not be in fear of what the hell she's going to say because who the fuck is she to say something about your trip? So I would just keep living your life. If you you want to talk about your trip, you fucking talk about your trip all you fucking want. I don't give a fuck what she thinks. That's the problem. But she said the whole friend group. So that's my thing because she's like, I don't want to lose her because if I lose her, the other friends, right? Everybody in the friend group feels the same way. Yeah, so if they're just pretending to be friends with her after you tell her that she sucks and they're just fake too. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and I think maybe if you start, like Alyssa said, if you start, keep, continue talking about your, your trip and not worry about not fucking walking on else. That's the worst. Yeah. That walking on eggshells around people. Or like, oops, I I hope I don't say something that pisses them off. That's like, terrible to be around right but i yeah. think if you start doing that your other friends in that same group will start doing that they'll realize hey who the is she the fucking queen that you guys gotta like bow down and like protect and be no you know like what kind of friend is it if you can't be yourself around mm-hmm. right that's mm-hmm. not somebody that you really want to be around and mm-hmm. if the other friends in that group feel the same way then they'll back you and if not then find another friend group yeah. you know I've had a family member that people were scared to stand up to because it's like, what, you're scared of making them sad? What? But, but they're shitty. Yeah. They you make know what I mean? Everybody like, feel uncomfortable, then yeah, like, call them out on it. Mm-hmm. Like, not necessarily call them out, but don't cater. Or put up That's with it. it or put up with it at all. Right. You shouldn't have to be sacrificing your own joy and happiness. Your mom, yeah. you guys are going on to fucking Mexico. It's your graduation present, and you can't even be excited about it because it's upsetting her. You're going with your fucking boyfriend. Like, fuck off. It's not like, even like a friendship jealous thing. Like, oh, you're going with like your other friend. It's like, you're going with your fucking boyfriend. And it wasn't even her choice. It's like your mom did it. You know, it doesn't It doesn't even matter. If it it doesn't matter. Choice, yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter. I just fucking live your best life. And if she's along for the ride, great. And if not, then so be it. You know? 
Walking yep. on eggshells around people or feeling that like you got to fucking be careful what you say around certain people. That's not a way to live. And you know, you, you know what? The whole friend group thing, I get it. It sucks. Like you're all friends, you're all mutual, whatever. But like at the end of the day, you don't want somebody shitty in your life because then all those friends don't matter because now when you're around them, she's there and then you feel crappy anyway. Right. So it's and, like, and, and, and maybe by you opening your mouth, She'll be like, holy shit, what am I doing? Like, maybe it'll be a realization for her. Like, maybe if you said something and one of the other friends were like, yeah, you know, you kind of are. Maybe it'll open up a conversation and she'll fucking realize, hey, I am being a fucking asshole here, you know? I mean, maybe not, but Mm. you never know. Sometimes people don't see until... If their ego is too big, they don't want to admit it. But that's like the scream time thing, right? Mm. Like, I don't want to admit how long I'm on my phone. (laughs) But if I have the proof staring me in the face. So maybe she needs to be shown she's being a dick. You know? Yep. And maybe she'll be like, no, I'm not. Or, yeah, maybe I was a little bit. Yeah. And it's like, you weren't just a little bit, though. Like, fucking own up to your shit. Own up to that shit. Own it. You know what? I made a mistake. I'm so sorry. I'm going to change. I'm going to be better. And if not, that's then- a big difference between like, yeah, maybe I was a little rude sometimes, and then moving on. Like, no, that's not an that's not an apology. And you know what? Actions speak louder than words. So if it comes yeah. with an apology and you see change, great. And if not, then it's still like fuck off. Yep. Yep. You got this, girlfriend. You do. We Just back distance you. yourself. Yes. Okay. Bessie advice. Hey, y'all. I hope this email finds you both healthy and happy. Yes, actually it does. Thank you. I have a situation that I am just not really sure how to handle it. So here goes nothing. I've been friends with this girl, Ashley, for almost my entire life. I'm now 21. Her family is literally my second family. We graduate. Well, I graduate since I graduated high school and went four hours away to college. Me and Ashley are really only able to hang out during the summer and the holidays. We have always made it work these past three years by just talking when we can. Ashley went to our local community college in our town and obviously made new friends, as have I at college. Ashley has this new friend, Becky. Becky is very controlling and seems to not want to share Ashley at all. She got mad when she found out me and Ashley were not cousins, but best friends. Ashley's mom has texted me multiple times asking about mine and Ashley's friendship and why I haven't been around. Ashley's mom realizes how controlling Becky is and has even said to me, come over if you can get ever get Becky to leave. She's practically living with us right now. I do not care to be around Becky, so... Oh, I don't care to be around Becky, so I keep my distance whenever she's around. So Ashley has reached out multiple times and made plans, quote, lunch on Wednesday or, quote, let's swim on Saturday. Well, when the day of the, quote, plans arrive, Ashley never reaches out to follow through and is always posting on her Snapchat story with a picture of whatever she's doing with Becky. Mm. To add to this, Becky recently dyed her hair the exact reddish slash brown Ashley has always dyed her hair, and they have gotten matching tattoos. I would also like to add, Ashley has recently gone through a breakup with her fiancé, and her mom believes it's because of the controlling words of Becky. I am sorry for such a long one, but I figured I didn't need to leave any details out so that y'all could get the full story. I'm not sure if I should continue to make it work, tell her how controlling she her new friend is, or just forget about it and figure Becky's true colors will show soon. Or maybe I'm just acting crazy. I don't know. Let me know if you have any advice at all. Attach some pictures. Wow. Becky, Becky, Becky. Damn. Fucking Becky. Fuck Becky. <laughs> Becky fucking sucks. <laughs> um, wow. What's with all the controlling friends? Like the jealousy. 
They don't want to share. You know, when you started reading this, I'm like, can you imagine if both friends wrote in about each other? <laughs> but I realized oh, the age is different. It wasn't about school. So yeah, I'm like, yeah, no, yeah. it's not. Um, can you imagine now? Um, no. <laughs> this is another, it's going to be the same thing. Like, I have I just, never, ever had a friend that tried to control my life or tell me what to do or get jealous like of me talking to somebody else. Like I would run so fast. Yeah. I've never had a friend like that. And it sucks because you're a childhood friend. But again, the same advice Alyssa just said, we change, we grow up, right? Mm -hmm. So, and, you know, you've been going to school a far away. She's around, you know, like she's replaced you, which is what it seems like. I mean, matching tattoos. Oh my God, this girl, that's Becky's jumping in manipulative. Real quick. Yeah, that's jumping in real quick. Becky definitely is. And it's un- unless Ashley wakes up, <laughs> I-, I don't know what Her you mom can thinks do. that she broke up with her fiance because, because of, of Becky. Becky. I mean, that's, that's holy extreme. Shit. And that's what I'm saying. So if Becky's mom, I'm sorry, if Ashley's mom can't get it across to Ashley and Ashley's fiance can't get it across to Ashley that this Becky girl is no good. I don't think I think you're dodging a bullet. Yeah, I think she's very easily manipulative, manipulated by other people's opinions. So just dodge away. Yeah. Like you're dodging a bullet. So that's it sucks, but it could be a blessing in disguise. You know, that's that's crazy. Crazy. How do people do that? I don't understand getting mad or jealous of a friend. Like jealousy, okay, people get jealous of each other for sure. But like to tell people like that they have to do something or like they can't be friends or get mad that they're going on a vacation is like, what the fuck? You're not not that a boyfriend should, but it's like you're not my fucking or let's say dad. Like you're not my dad. Like you're not my boyfriend, you're not my dad. Why are you telling me what to do? Fucking God. Read the next email. <laughs> oh, girl. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. And this one we might have to take turns because it's a biggie. Okay. Serious friendship advice needed. Tell me when you need me. Okay. Um, it literally first line. Maybe Alicia should read this. It's going to be a long one. <laughs> okay. I've been listening to your podcast since the very first episode, and I've looked forward to the three new episodes every week. Keep up the good work and know that you are very much appreciated by so many. I have never written in before, but you guys have the best advice. And although I don't know you personally, I feel like you may be able to help me with my sticky situation. It's been bugging me up. It's <laughs> It's been keeping me up at night and feeling super uncomfortable at home. You'll know why. So let's get started. I've been living with my best friend since May of this year. It has been a dream of ours to move in together. We are both 20 and have known each other since kindergarten. It's another very long relationship. Okay. Now, I've been dating one of my best friends for a few months. It's my first relationship, and we've had a thing for each other for quite some time, a couple of years now. And we have finally made the step to date. We're all in the same friend group. <laughs> so it's me, my best friend. Julia. I think you're all writing about the same I story. Know. Oh my gosh. Okay, so it's um me, my best friend Julia, and three guy friends, Tom, Jake, and David. David is the one I'm dating now. Things between us have been low been low key since we are figuring this whole thing out for the both of us. So we're just not being the coupley 
it, being all coupley in front of others, which is the just the way we are. I like to keep those things to myself, and I just enjoy it that way. I hope it makes sense. Of course it does. Ready for me? Go ahead, girlfriend. Now, here's the situation. I get to see David maybe twice a week since we both have busy schedules. When we do see each other, we usually spend time some either somewhere in the city or go for a walk or stay at my place. He doesn't sleep over yet. We're taking things slow. Mm-hmm. And it seems like almost every time he's over, Julia gets annoyed and is kind of rude. Sometimes she doesn't even say hello, and when he greets her first, she it's just a harsh hi that he's getting back from her. She has told me that she's happy for me before and that she's actually she'd actually been convincing me to try things with him before everything started. So it's not that she doesn't like him. We've all been best friends for years. Also, she's dating Tom and has been for six years now. Now, last night, David and Julia went for dinner. Hmm. And he asked her if she had a problem or if there was anything annoying her. I am also... Also, I am very, I am so very frustrated by what she told him. Firstly, she said she was happy for us and just wanted sometimes, and just sometimes has had a bad day and that it wasn't his fault when she seems to be rude towards him. Also, she said she was sad when I'm not telling her much about the two of us. But as I said before, I just like to think, keep things to myself. I've always been that kind of way. And she knows that. And it's not like I'm, I don't tell her anything. I just don't have to tell her every kiss and every little step that we're taking. I don't see anything wrong with that. Then she proceeded to tell him that she doesn't think that I'm in it with my complete heart. She feels like he's more into me than I am into him. She said that because of something I had told her in private, something I told my best friend, I trusted her with that. I had told her a couple weeks ago that when we kiss, it's not like fireworks. By the way, I don't have much experience and he doesn't either. But I also said that it might just take some time to get used to each other. And honestly, I think kissing might just not be it for me. Other kinds of touching just feels more intimate to me. I've researched it because she made me feel like there's something wrong with me for not being into kissing as much. And actually, there's people that just don't enjoy it as much. I mean, it's nice, and I do initiate it because I like to be close to him like that, but it's just not that exciting and electric to me. But then again, we've only been serious for a couple of weeks now, and since we're taking it slow, I don't see anything wrong with figuring out what we enjoy, and I told her that, and she just goes telling him that I don't feel anything when we kiss, and think she thinks I might not be into him as much. When David told me that, I couldn't believe it. My heart broke a little bit. Something so intimate that I was figuring out for myself, which we already, which already made him me feel different than most people that I had trusted her with, she just goes and tells him. Wow, that's fucked up. There's more to this whole story, but the broken trust is the one thing that saddens me the most. I felt like an attempt I felt like it's an attempt to break up my relationship with David. And since we're living together, I now feel super uncomfortable. We're not really talking. I think she senses something is off of me. I'm just really disappointed. I hope this isn't completely confusing and I know it's long, but I really do appreciate your advice. I know I need to talk to her about it, but I also don't want to throw David under the bus since he told me everything. But he's also my boyfriend, so I'm glad he told me. I had to explain myself and the kissing thing to him, and he's very understanding. Last night I cried about about an hour because I couldn't believe she told him, and that I would now have to explain myself to him. Although he was understanding, this could have ended differently. I hope you follow I hope you can follow my thoughts and emotions somehow. Thank you for taking the time to read this. I really appreciate you two so much. Sending you virtual hugs from across the ocean. I'm attaching pictures because I know you love them. Okay. You guys are adorable. You guys are so adorable. 
Uh, it sounds like she's trying to pin him against you for some reason. Maybe she's got a crush on him. Like why? even though she's dating another girl for six, another one of the guys in that same friend group for six years. Yeah, what the fuck? She's like jealous or something. Why? Why? Like, wh- why is that necessary? I think it was extremely fucked up. Extremely fucked up that you confided something so personal, intimate. Yeah. And she went and shared it with him. Yeah. That to me is fucking bullshit. I can't you imagine telling a friend something that. like personal and then them going and telling Zane. Right. I'd be like, what the fuck? Especially if, like, a lot of people don't like kissing and telling. But if that's your vibe, that's her, you know, if your friend is a kiss and tell kind of person and you're not, she should respect those boundaries. Uh, Let's also go to that. Like, everybody likes different things. You're not crazy for not feeling sparks when you kiss. Absolutely. You're going to Google anything and somebody's going to feel the same way you do. Like, there's always somebody else. She has an agenda. I just don't know what it is. I don't yeah, know if she's weird. jealous. I don't know if she's with that guy for six years, but yet always had an eye for David. Like, you don't know what it could be, but why make it an uncomfortable situation when you guys are all part of the group? She said she's happy for you. I don't know if I believe it. I I definitely think she has some sort of agenda, but... Yeah, why? I do think it's worth a conversation. Absolutely, I think it's worth How fucking dare you? And tell David. Make sure it's okay with David, which I'm sure he would be okay. He understood the whole situation. But I would make sure, because you don't want to lose David over this, but yeah. be like, hey, David, I need to confront this. I need to let her know, because it's weighing heavily on me. I don't even want to be in my same apartment with her right now. I need to confront her and say, hey, why the fuck did I... I confided in you. And, and you, you obviously and felt told, emotional about it. Like, yeah. She knew that you... You know yeah. how I am. Yeah. I don't like telling my business. And that's yeah. exactly why. You went back to the source yeah. and told him, like, yeah. that's filthy. That's just ugliness oh. on every level. But I definitely think you need to say those words to her. I think you need to be like, what the actual fuck? Why would yeah. you do that to me? Yeah. That's I why I don't wear my heart on the sleeve. I'm not very into sharing those either. Yeah, there's no and, there's no problem with being private about certain things in your life. I'm yeah. definitely learning that too. Like, I felt like I had to be an open book and share everything. But, like, you don't. Yeah. And, it's good and to keep your things friend, private. One of your best friends that you've known your whole life should... Be respectful and understand that. Yeah. You know, that's This also sounds like another dodging the bullet kind of situation. It does. Okay. Ghosted by my friend. Hmm. Hi, ladies. I just wanted to say, I started by saying how much I love you guys and this podcast. I hate being in the car alone and having the podcast on makes me feel like I'm in the car with my two best friends. (laughs) I laugh. I cry. It's just the best. Aw. Anyway, I need some advice and I would love to have your opinion on a friend situation I'm in. It's kind of a long story, so I'll jump right in. I graduated high school in 2017. All throughout high school, I jumped around from different friend groups. I was always that person that was kind of friends with everyone and didn't fit well in any group. I had one closer friend that I stuck with all of high school. After graduating, we were both doing very different things. We grew up and grew apart. I talked to her maybe a couple of times a year. Otherwise, I haven't seen or talked to anyone I went to high school with since. After graduating high school, I went off to college. My school is only about an hour away from home, but I moved into the dorms for my freshman year. My roommate and I found each other through a Facebook page and mutually decided to become roommates because she We had very similar interests. Friendship year was great. I got along with my roommate and she quickly became my best friend. I told her everything and we were super close. We had a friend group. We made um, of some of the people in the same dorm building 
as us. And besides a few ups and downs throughout the year, we had a solid group of friends. It was great. And for once in my life, I had a great group of people by my side. My sophomore year, I decided to live with my freshman freshman roommates again. We made a decision to live in an off-campus apartment and had two other roommates. The beginning of the year was fine, but my mental health quickly began to decline. I was talking very I was taking very tough classes and I didn't have a car, so I could only take the bus from my apartment to campus. And because of this, I didn't have a job, so money was tight. My mental health took a huge toll and my apartment, which I felt trapped in, became a place that I hated. The only thing I had to look forward to was going home on the weekends to see my boyfriend. Almost every weekend, my dad would pick me up from school and I would go home and spend the weekend there. This was the only thing that I looked forward to. My roommate slash best friend had a completely different schedule than me, so I rarely saw her. She made it known to me that she wished I could stay, I would stay at our apartment more. But when I did, I never really saw her or she always had other plans. She would almost be almost petty with me. And when I tell her I was going home for the weekend or say things like, of course you are. I brushed it off because we were best friends and I didn't think much much of it. The end of the year finally came and I was so excited. I had just found out I'd got accepted for an internship that I'd been doing that I'd been doing the following semester in the fall. I was going to be coming back for school to school for the winter semester and me and my roommates had made the decision that I would move in with her when I got back. Everything seemed to work out great. I moved home for the summer and got a job. I hardly heard from my friends all summer, but I figured it was just because we were both busy working. A week before I moved across the country for my internship, my friend had texted me and told me that I wouldn't be able to live with her when I got back because something, quote, came up. I was in shock. I had to move across the country in a week to a place I wasn't familiar with and knew nobody, and now I had to figure out where I was going to live when I came back. I was pissed. I tried to figure out what had happened, but she wouldn't tell me. So I moved and I started my internship. It was great and I had the time of my life, but I couldn't help but think I hadn't heard from my quote best friend once. I even tried to reach out to her once and she ignored me. It bothered me, but I just shrugged it off. It wasn't until she came into this to the city. Um, I was doing my internship in for Thanksgiving break and didn't even tell me, but posted pictures that I realized she was purposefully avoiding me. I don't even know what happened. Now I go home. Now I've been back home for over seven months and she still won't talk to me. She literally ghosted me. I've been home for my internship for seven months and I've came to the realization I have no friends. I grew apart from my college friends because they were into partying and I wasn't. My best friend ghosted me and all the friends that I made on my internship moved and now as act as the and now act as I was never there because I'm not there anymore. As someone who is an extrovert, having no friends is the worst thing. On top of it all, me and my boyfriend have been dating for three and a half years, and we started to discuss getting married as this is something we want to do soon. However, the thought of it scares me because not not because I'm having second thoughts on my man, I just have no friends and don't want to have a wedding with no bridesmaids because I'm a loser with no friends. My boyfriend has been amazing through it, all of this and I love him to death but sometimes I just wish I had some friends to hang out with when he's working or when we just need time apart so I need your advice and opinions am I the issue and the reason I have no friends how do you guys suggest making new friends now I don't even know where to look I just wish I knew why it seems I can't keep friends in my life thank you for everything you do and your advice I'm so sorry it's so long probably confusing I just want you to know to know if either of you have ever dealt with this and how you would go about handling it okay love you bye bye 
please speak because my throat hurts. <laughs> I was I was prepared. I was okay, geared up and ready to good. go to like share this with you, and you just kept going on. I'm like, okay, she's got this. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't know you wanted to. Okay, this totally sucks. Do I think you're the um, the reason that you have no friends? No, and I'm going to tell you why. Mm-hmm. Just because you have different things like you were set out to do your internship you were in different classes than they were they were into the partying and you weren't you had different i said different things like you know what i meant you have different um interests thank you that's the word i'm looking Mm -hmm. for you have different interests so they were people that they were in your life they were acquaintances right so yeah that one friend who knows what the fuck happened to her just move on from her but in general you've been grinding you've been going to school you've been coming home when you're home you're working you go back to school you're doing the internship you moved across the country give yourself a little fucking credit pat yourself on the back for all that you have done and people do come in and out of your life you realistically aren't going to be able to keep you can have acquaintances from across the other side of the country when you were doing your internship but those aren't going to be people that you're going to having your everyday circle close to where you live on the other side. You know, like, that's not a realistic thing. Uh, I'm sorry, my words. It's not a realistic expectation for them to be, you know, to have, like, a circle of friends and bridesmaids and all that when your friends were always away from where your hometown is. Not getting married because you're not going to have bridesmaids, to me, is very silly because you're getting married to become one with your man, right? And to start your life together with your husband. It doesn't, you don't need pictures of 10 bridesmaids to prove that doesn't make you uh, more like a popular, it doesn't make your wedding better. You know, you you can have a very intimate uh, wedding and enjoy it. So um, as far as like making friends and all that, I mean, if you finish your internship, you're back home and everything else, I think just what your likes are. I know, listen, I've said this a long time ago when we spoke about this. Um, just go to where your likes are. If you like reading, library. If you like drinking, bars. You know, like, see what those interests are. You and your man together. That's another thing. If you're starting your life together, you could also find couple friends. You know, It's hard right now because of COVID, too. Well, it is. Yeah. But things like if you like bowling, join a bowling, a couple's bowling. Yeah. You know, like, as silly as it sounds, but just look in what your interests are. Mm-hmm. And even if you get, ma- even when you, not if, when you get married, you should obviously have your own friends then. But I think that'll come naturally through your new workplace if you get, you know, if you're going into a new career. I just allow it to happen naturally. It sounds like also like a miscommunication or a non-communication issue. Like she was going home for the weekends, going to see her boyfriend. Her dad was picking her up. She wasn't really at the apartment much. And you, maybe your friend felt like, what the hell, I miss you and didn't really express it to you mm-hmm. well. I think maybe she did say, she said, you know, I wish you were at the apartment more. And maybe she felt like, you know, I tried and so I kind of want to distance myself. But that's on her and that's on you. You guys have different mm -hmm. paths. That whole thing, what you just said, yeah, I was thinking of that also. Mm -hmm. Like her saying like, oh, I wish you were at the apartment more. Maybe of her, maybe, may, shit, may have been her way of saying, hey, I miss you. Yeah, absolutely. But. I don't think she's a terrible person. I think she just had to do what was best for her and so did you. Right. So that could just, like I said, that could just be a a move on, gone situation. But um, I definitely think just 
new life, you know? Yeah. You're done with your schooling. You did your internship. You're going to start a new life. You're going to get married. I think just follow that route and just let it happen naturally, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, the friendship just seems like it just wasn't really meant to be at that point. Yeah. You guys just had different paths. Well, I mean, and mature enough to say that we'd grown up, we changed, you know, right. stuff like that. So that's what it is. Yeah. You're not the issue. You're not an issue. You're fine. Just continue on with your life. You'll make friends eventually. It'll happen naturally, you know, like... Even if just you like, wanted to, like, I know Bumble has, like, a friendship section rather so, than a dating one, I'm like, sure, if you wanted I'm sure to. sure you know. <laughs> miss and miss, I'm on Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no I, I did a brand deal with them. And they oh. have. They have three sections. They have, um, like, dating. They have friendship. And they have, like, work. No. Well, yeah, they have three I categories. I was just joking because of that time you were, that like, catfish Somebody catfish, yeah, with Bumble. my face. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you wanted to do that, you can make friends on there, too. That feels kind of forced to me. In my opinion, it's like kind of forcing a friendship. I would mm-hmm. prefer it to happen naturally, Just, like you said, going yeah, exactly. out. Yeah. Let it happen naturally when when things get better and we're able to do more and yeah, depending on where you live. Thing. I would just start especially with your your fiancé or your husband, just start doing things as a couple together more on the outside and I think it will definitely um happen naturally. That's the yeah. best way for it to happen naturally. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure you're really young, right? I don't know. Graduated high school in 2017. Yeah, so you're a year younger than me. I graduated in 2016. 2016, So you're so young. You have so much life to meet people. You'll eventually meet people. Like, it'll go on. Time will time will tell. You know. Okay, you said it. She's she's a year younger than you. And like, think of the friendships that you've been through, like Mm -hmm. that you had in high school versus now. Like, yeah, you've transitioned. People grow apart. Yeah grow up, you know, and I wouldn't, they I stay, wouldn't sweat it. They say for a season and a reason. Yeah. And, and accept that. Look at you, sis. Whether it's salt, pepper, garlic, onion, <laughs> season for a reason. Um, yeah. And just accept it and know, yeah. know that you're not the problem, that certain people just don't jive well together. Yeah, I've had and friends I, come and go in my life and yeah. sometimes I reflect back and I miss them because mm-hmm. there were times that we had that were great. And then I, I've also spent times going, hmm, I wonder if they think about me, you mm-hmm. know? Um, but I don't waste the energy on it. Yeah, you know? I, I don't think that you should, like, be holding a grudge against this girl or anything. No, like, I don't think... screw apart. Yeah, I think shit just life happens. Paths, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Aga Mill. I know a lot of you guys are probably going through friendship shit right now. I know it's, like, a popular thing, so... And definitely during COVID, it's not easy, so... But that's kind of, like, the reason for it, right? So we hope you guys um, found some helpful advice in here. If you want to keep up with us elsewhere, we are Agamil on Instagram. Our personal Instagrams are in the bio there. And if you want to send us an email like we read today, it's agamilpodcast at gmail.com. That's A-G-A-H-M-I-L podcast at gmail.com. If you're scared, you're going to send it to the wrong person. Go on our Instagram and just hit that email button and you can easily send us one there. Make sure you shop our masks and all our other merch. That is Ag teespring.com slash Agamil. Uh, it'll be in the show notes as well. What else? Are you raising your I, hand? I, I just want to say that um, just love. Just love people. <laughs> I know. So looks funny. Like, she thinks I'm so funny. But I really mean it. Just love with your whole heart. And like that friendship, right? That whole, it could have been a way for her to say I miss you. Say I miss you. Say what you really mean. And mean what you really say. Text somebody right now and tell them you love them. Somebody that you love. I'm on it. <laughs> I'm on it, okay? I'm on it. But seriously, but, mean what you say. Yeah. Say what you mean and say it because you don't want to not have those 
you know, pent up feelings. Oh my God, I get emotional. I really do. I think everybody just needs to fucking love more, you know? You heard it here first, folks. (laughs) If you want to come back and listen, Mondays, Thursdays, and Saturday shenanigans. Make sure you guys are listening to Saturday shenanigans. They're fucking fun, okay? Okay. If you're not not listening, you're in trouble. You are in trouble. 5 a.m. EST on Saturdays. Make sure you fucking come listen. It's only 10 to 15 minutes. You have the time. Did you text me and Zane? (laughs) I said I love you. She texted me and Zane's group chat and said I love you. You're so fucking cute. So everybody right now, pick up your fucking phones unless you're driving. Don't do that. That's dangerous. And text somebody that you love and tell them that you love them. Okay? Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you all so damn much. That's my I love you today. I love you guys. Love you. We love you. Okay, love you. Bye.